0: Boston Bruins crushed the Los Angeles Kings on Monday thanks to Jake DeBrusque's first career hat-trick and Jeremy Swayman's third career shutout. What does it mean for DeBrusque's trade value? It's an ongoing conversation that will be had over the next 21 days leading up to the NHL trade deadline. So let's get into it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. <laughs> as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, March 1st, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube, so please do hit that subscribe button, both podcast and video, and uh, you will never miss a thing here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. You can also follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren, a lifelong Bruins fan, covering this team for various outlets for the past 17 years. And a major shout-out this morning to all of you who stayed up to watch last night's game, especially if you're on the Eastern time zone like I am. Uh, I didn't quite make it, uh, but caught all the highlights this morning. And uh, what a game for Jake DeBrusk, as well as Jeremy Swayman. You know, I've talked a lot on the podcast this season about puck luck and how the Bruins have been doing a lot of things right offensively or just as a team. You know, uh, their differentials when it comes to shot attempts, shots, uh, scoring chances have been... In their favor, top five in the NHL in a lot of these categories, but they're not getting uh, that puck luck scoring five on five hasn't been there last night. A lot of things went right for the Boston Bruins as they scored seven goals en route to a seven nothing win over the Los Angeles Kings, a team that had been uh, pretty hot to coming into this one, to be honest. The big story in this game was Jake DeBrusque popping off for the natural hat-trick, scoring just one minute into the game, added another later in the first period, and then scored 53 seconds into the second to complete the natural hat-trick, playing alongside Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. Bergeron added uh, a goal as well. Eric Howla scored twice, uh, playing with um, Taylor Hall and David Pasternak, although one of his goals was assisted by Coylon Smith, and Taylor Hall stayed red hot as well. Uh, But again, the story was Jake DeBrusque, and he is on fuego at the moment. Uh, He had a hat-trick, like I said. He had an assist. He's now up to 14 goals, 24 points in 48 games, Um, he's on a five-game point streak, seven goals, nine points over that stretch, and uh, happy to get a bit of puck luck on his side. Um, You know, one thing about Jake DeBrusque that Bruins fans are well aware of is his streakiness. He can be very hot like he is right now. He can really cool down at times. And he said last night that it's a kind of a funny way of looking at it, the ups and downs, because the ups means he has the attributes to score on a regular basis. He said, it's the best league in the world. Hard to do this every night. Even top guys on each team have off nights or off swings but he sure likes it when things are going like this. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said, it's all there for him. The ability to see the ice, foot speed to beat guys. When he's on pucks, forechecking, he's very dangerous. If he plays a 200-foot game, consistently strong on pucks, on the walls, that's an area most wingers, all guys go through it, especially young guys. It takes years uh, to master and uh, on the second goal in particular, he did all of what Cassidy described. Strong forecheck helped uh, wreak some havoc in the King's zone, circle back in the slot, and was in perfect position to pick off a cross-ice breakout attempt by a King's defenseman, took a couple of strides, then fired a wrister off of Jonathan Quick's glove to give the Bruins a 2-0 lead. Um, so what does this mean for Jake DeBrusque? This has been a conversation over the last several days being promoted to the top line with Bergeron and Martian. Obviously it's a prime spot to be in for any winger, uh, even one who's playing on his off wing and, uh, right now he's getting the bounces he's putting in the effort, but he has the trade request that is looming and you know, you can see that he has the support of the guys. You can see how excited Bergeron was for him. He was talking to Pasternak about picking out a hat after the game for uh, the, you know, the hat trick. Uh, he, I think he picked a camo one to give to his dad. He was a big hunter. Do the Bruins. Obviously it's good for Don Sweeney. If, Jake DeBrusque is playing at this high level. It boosts his trade value. There were reports earlier in the season that uh, Sweeney was getting a lot of calls, not much in the way of tangible returns. Uh, Teams were trying to get rid of their disgruntled or underperforming players. I think GMs are savvy enough to recognize that this is A hot streak for Jake DeBrus but it also shows his ability like Bruce Cassidy said he has all the tools to play like this night in and night out not get a hat trick every night obviously not score at a almost two point per game pace but to be a regular contributor in the top six so if a trade is going to happen between now and and the deadline Don Sweeney can command a player who can score regularly like Jake DeBrusque is showing he can? Think about it. if Right now, they need Jake DeBrusque. If they trade him, who's going to fill that top-line role that he's occupying right now? They're still second-line center, although Hallas played pretty well in that role. Uh, you can help on defense. Um, subtracting Jake DeBrusque from the lineup right now leaves a hole to be filled, and the way he's playing should allow for a pretty meaningful return or do they choose to ride it out together through the balance of the regular season into the playoffs and try to figure things out in the off season, Um, perhaps a trade closer to the draft or um, prior to free agency so that teams can yeah, do kind of a sign-and-trade situation. Um, I don't envy Don Sweeney having to make this choice, but DeBrusque's play is certainly making things a little bit easier for him in terms of A, finding a a trade partner with a decent return, or B, answering the question as to who's going to play on the top line with Bergeron and Marchand for the balance of the season. Maybe it's best for everyone if, um, if they see him as an internal rental and address it in the offseason. We'll talk more about uh, what last night's win means for the Bruins in the standings. Look ahead to tonight's game against the Anaheim Ducks. No rest for the weary. Uh, but first, a quick word about Bet Online. Football might be over, but basketball is in full steam for pro and college hoops. March Madness is right around the corner. It's not just basketball either. BetOnline.net is your sports for hockey, boxing, UFC, hopefully soon baseball as well. They have all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, as well as things like where to find the next fired coach. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. They have scores, podcasts, news. Head to their website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at Bet Online, where the game starts. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Podcast free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. And Please now check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Now, the Boston Bruins, after last night's victory, they sit uh, in the first wild card spot in the Eastern Conference, three points up on the Washington Capitals with two games in hand. They are also six points back of the Toronto Maple Leafs with the same amount of games played. Um, So that, I don't know if it really matters to be honest, where the Bruins finish. If it's first wildcard spot, second wildcard spot or third in the Atlantic, although it should be said that they are only six points back also of the Tampa Bay Lightning, although the Lightning have uh, two games in hand on them, as well as the Maple Leafs. They're seven points back of the Florida Panthers. Can they catch second or third? Possibly, but right now you're looking at a scenario where in the playoffs, uh, if they finish in the first wild card spot, they would be taking on the Florida Panthers in the first round. If they finish in the second wildcard spot, they'd be taking on the Carolina Hurricanes in the first round. And if they finish third in the Atlantic, they would be uh, matched up against Tampa Bay in the first round. Those three teams are the top three teams in the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, By way of point percentage, it goes Carolina, Tampa Bay, than Florida. So perhaps Florida is the better choice of the three, but you know the way all three of those teams are playing, it's going to be a, a tough first-round matchup uh, no matter what. But the underlying reality is the Bruins are playing very well at the moment, uh, and they should feel pretty comfortable right now matching up against any team in the NHL. I mentioned their underlying numbers earlier. Right now, they're fifth in the NHL, five-on-five shot attempt differential. They're first when it comes to shot differential. Expected goals. They're second uh, expected goal differential. High danger chance differential. They are fourth in the NHL. So they are... An elite team when it comes to, um, yeah, possession stats, shoot, shot attempts, high danger chances, shots. Again, they're still a bit down when it comes to shooting percentage. If you listen to the chat last week with Allison Lukin, uh, we talked about PDO. The idea is teams, you add up their shooting percentage and their save percentage, and it should add up to about. 100 that's kind of the the mean the average the Bruins right now 987 which puts them uh 28th when it comes to PDO their shooting percentage keeping them down they're getting excellent goaltending at the moment uh over his last six games Jeremy Swayman has a record of 50 and 1 with a 971 point percent or save percentage Definitely belongs in the Calder conversation. And he's emerging as the Bruins number one goalie. The guy that could get the Lions share of starts down the stretch and be the starter into the playoffs. Having said that, it will be Jeremy, or sorry, it will be Linus Allmark who will get the start tonight. The Bruins wisely choosing to make use of this tandem in a back-to-back situation. Uh, The Anaheim Ducks enter this game uh, chasing uh, a playoff spot in the Western Conference. Uh, Right now, I believe they are on the outside looking in when it comes to the wild card. Uh, They are yeah, two points back of Dallas, uh, two points back of Edmonton, in the race for that second wildcard spot. Uh, They are led in scoring by Troy Terry, Trevor Zagrass, Sonny Milano. Uh, They have a very good up-and-coming team, perhaps not quite there. They're trying to make some decisions about some uh, players heading into the trade deadline. Hempis Lindholm, Ricard Raquel. Do they want to keep going with this youth movement? Uh, The Bruins, not... uh, Always successful when it comes to traveling to uh, to Anaheim, and uh, we'll have to see if the Boston Bruins are able to keep this uh, winning trend going. Uh, just trying to find their um, all-time win-loss records against the Anaheim Ducks. They're sixteen. Nineteen and two against the Ducks, and uh, in Anaheim, uh, they are. Uh, let's see here. Where do they play? The are Atlant- the Anaheim Ducks. Anyways, they have not been super successful uh, in Anaheim over the years, uh, the Honda Center 7-9-2 and two, uh, over the course of the Ducks' existence. So they have struggled against the Ducks. Hopefully they can keep things going tonight uh, in a game that could uh, help them in terms of the standings, stay above the Washington Capitals who lost last night to the Toronto Maple Leafs continue to put some distance between themselves and the Capitals. But again, it's kind of pick your poison when it comes to first-round uh, first round opponent for the Bruins. Uh, I should note as well, Charlie McAvoy had two assists, giving him 34 points, seven goals, 27 assists, surpassing his previous career high of 32 points. Uh, that was set a couple seasons ago. Uh, Eric Haula picked up his 100th career goal. Uh, it's hard to choose anybody but Jake DeBrusk as the big bear, but he did get those honors the other night, and uh, I think instead I'm going to give it to Eric Haula. I've been a bit—I uh, wouldn't say critical of him, but a bit questionable, perhaps, of whether or not he can carry the load as the Bruins' second line center. Last night, he had the two goals, three shots. Uh, He threw in a hit and a block as well. And perhaps, like I've said before, maybe it doesn't even matter who is playing with David Posternock and Taylor Hall. Those guys can drive any line. And I really do think that... um, It's possible they might stick there, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind seeing an upgrade at the second line center position still. And uh, Eric Howell, I think, is more of a bottom six forward uh, right now for a championship caliber team. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, want to talk for a quick moment about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's almost impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, and you can save time and money using this family-owned business who's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs and write Locked On in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, at rockauto.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. Now make Locked On Fantasy Hockey your next listen as hosts Steele Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Now, I haven't really talked about the situation in Europe with. Um, Ukraine being invaded by Russia. But the NHL did put out a statement yesterday. Uh, that's worth noting. They said the NHL condemns Russia's invasion of Ukraine and urges a peaceful resolution as quickly as possible. Effective immediately. We're suspending our relationship with our business partners in Russia. And we are pausing our Russian language, social and digital media sites. In addition, we're dis- Continuing any consideration of Russia as a location for any future competitions involving the NHL. We also remain concerned about the well being of the players from Russia who play in the NHL on behalf of their NHL clubs and not on behalf of Russia. We understand they and their families are being placed in an extremely difficult position. And that is the end of the statement. So, I respect the NHL for, um, for this statement, for putting some limits on uh, Russia and NHL participation, um, but also respecting the players whose families may be in danger. As I'm reading that, I wonder about, you know, you see uh, FIFA, the IOC, removing Russia from future events. The NHL talked about a world cup possibly next year or the year after to replace Olympic participation. I wonder if Russia would be removed from that. Um, that's uh that's an interesting, interesting question to be sure. And, and we'll see how that, uh, how that shakes out again today. The calendar flips to March three weeks until the NHL trade deadline or less than three weeks. It occurs uh, Monday, the 21st, and there will certainly be a lot of reports, speculation, rumors, the Bruins, of course, I believe will be active. Uh, We've seen Don Sweeney be pretty active over the last few seasons. And if his recent trend continues, uh, it won't be shooting for rental situations, but players with term, like uh, like you did with Kasha and Richie, like you did with Charlie Coyle, um, Taylor Hall. I guess Taylor Hall didn't have any um, commitment to the Bruins beyond last season, but that was – Definitely worth the risk. Curtis Lazar was part of that, and he had some control as well. Uh, Just be careful when you're reading those reports, rumors. Take some with a grain of salt. Others you can trust. And uh, I'm excited to see how it all plays out. Thank you for sticking with the podcast. Uh, I do appreciate the support. Uh, February was another great month, and I'm excited to see uh, continued growth here in March. So please do subscribe. Download as often as possible. I realize it may be a challenge to listen every day, but uh, any and every listen is very much appreciated, as well as the views on YouTube. Please do subscribe over there as well. Another game for the Bruins tonight, another late one. And uh, tomorrow we'll be back to recap that game, look ahead at the, the Vegas game, maybe answer some mailbag questions if you have any. Please send those over. And uh, just bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.